All right, Paragordo Activity episode, the next one. The next one. Previously on Paragordo Activities. We had a very special one last time. You got very emotional, and we're going to keep going that way. Today we have a very special guest here on Paragordo Activities. First of all, it's uh, Momo Rodriguez, myself, Don Hefty, and our special guest for the day is La Senorita Angela Johnson. How are you doing, Angela? Hello. I am dying every time you say the name of your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It was so random one day. It was just, it was just like, uh, what are we gonna do for? And you know what it was when we did the podcast. Momo called me and he goes, "This was like about a year and a half." Ago. Yeah. He goes, "Halloween's coming up." He goes, "We should do something about like paranormal, like, but we could." And they were just joking around, like Momo's like paranormal, activity. And it just, it just I love that. It came out beautifully because then we were stuck with each other. We couldn't really. Yeah. We had much. to find other fat guys to replace each other, and it was and, kind of like you know? the Earth Moon gravitational pull where we keep each other. <laughs> and now it's, it's special, and it's become something of of a, of a bit of a trend now with a lot of podcasts. I mean, because this topic has been, well, we have oh, a lot yeah. of Latino, Latino influences, and, and, and I mean uh, followers, and and I myself was a paranormal investigator. Um, no so way. It, so it, yeah, so it's been in, in part of my my uh I guess um repertoire. Yeah, for know. the past 20 years. I mean, I've been I've been yes. doing being a paranormal investigator. I I consider myself a paranormal uh expert and we've done so many ghost hunts and shows and Bro, and I need you to come on my show next time. No, for sure. We, Just we, him? Okay. <laughs> Were Don Hefty, were you a paranormal investigator? He kind of, oh, almost kind of now. He, and, you know, he knows a lot more now from when I have a lot of ghost stories. But he's just afraid to go into it. He's afraid well, to. Well, you know what? You know what the trip about, about, about the whole podcast? The very first episode we filmed, we had a whole. Oh, we had a. Oh, that was, oh, horrible. was horrible. We had this lady come into. We were Starbucks. at Starbucks. And this lady come, came in. And she was she was she was probably a little high, right? And so, but we were talking about something else, and we were laughing between us. And then she she straight up looks at me. No, no, goes, he laughed. No, I didn't she laugh at her. She turns around and she goes, "You think it's funny? I'm possessed." I'm possessed. And his butthole, like I mean, it was no, hard. Like my jaw just was just like, "We gotta <laughs> leave. We gotta leave." And man. we had to call the cops. She was grabbing all the stuff at Starbucks. Hitting herself in the head with yeah. on the glass, no. and she made the chair like fly up a little bit. But like she was holding onto the chair, and then it was just like, it was. You know what? It was just an experience where we were just like <laughs> the craziest thing. Is somebody brought us merchandise for our show, and we couldn't. And it was a beanie. It was like a prototype. We couldn't find it when we were outside. We see her being escorted by cops, and she's, she's wearing, wearing the beanie. <gasps> and then the cops give it back to us, and then no one wanted to touch it because. Momo comes up with the like, you you know, ghosts attach themselves to stuff, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, you yeah. throw, don't even touch that beanie. Leave it right there yeah, yeah. on the ground. Guess what he to... did? He threw it at me. <laughs> he threw it at me. It lands on my shoulder. And and he's no. sore for a week on the shoulder. I wasn't sore. So when we started doing this, we wanted to talk to people who, you know, this is for me, it's real because I've seen some things and I've experienced things. And I come from a religious background, and I also come from, I come from the both sides. I come from the Catholic and the Christian, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I, I'm a an, like an amazing uh, lover of, of of the of any kind of spirituality. Supernatural, you know. I love spirituality. I I love mm-hmm. reading everything from the Bible to you know uh, history history itself. So I like to see how it's all connected and. and by doing this, um, it all started from being on tour. Like first, the and, for, first and foremost, like, are you, are you a believer in uh, in afterlife oh, paranormal? Yeah. Oh yeah, I um. So uh, first of all, can you hear that alert that's coming in on my computer? Do I need to turn it off? I don't know. If no, you're not. You're fine. No, you're fine. Okay. Um, yeah, bro. I have been pretty into like paranormal stuff since I was a kid. And um, I don't know what it is about it. It's definitely something that I'm into. Like since I was young, my favorite movies were the scary movies. Um, My favorite TV show was Unsolved Mysteries. And um, 
like I would watch it when I was home alone by myself because that made it scarier. Like I wait till everybody was gone and then I would turn it on. And then as soon as that theme music started, ooh, forget it. I'm not, I'm not getting yeah. up oh, till yeah. my mom gets home. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh. And, um, and then Robert Stack's voice. That was my my jam. And so, like you, touring around and going to all these venues, you realize everywhere is haunted. And um, that became like my thing that I like to look for when I would go to cities is I would ask people what's haunted in the area or tell me the story of this venue. Is this venue haunted? I want to know who's worked here the longest so they can tell me all the stories and like that whole thing. So it's definitely something I'm, I'm super intrigued by. Well, like being on the road, like where would you say would be the most activity or, or like pesadilla you felt at a at a at a theater or whatever cleveland ohio hands down the most active activity i've ever experienced in my life more happened in that one night in cleveland than everything combined now was it cleveland the, just the city like different places or was it at, at the venue we only went to the venue and left we didn't do anything else in Cleveland, so it was just that venue. What venue but was then it? It was a Masonic Temple Theater. Ah, uh, see, that's that's just you know the Masons themselves. You know, Tell me. If, word if, me up right now. Well, you know, the, you know, there's the famous conspiracy of the Masons. The Masons being a secret society. You know, a lot of famous people are Masons. Um, a lot of famous presidents i mean this goes down for years and they say that they're part of the society that rules and builds build the country they have a lot of rituals the masons do rituals sometimes call upon certain things certain entities so for all we know that might have been a you know being an old city like cleveland it might have been a, a hub where a lot of rituals went down and masons were involved now this is just a speculation but this is this is all Google, but it's all, you know, there's Netflix right. specials on the Masons and the Freemasons and how, I mean, Richard Pryor was a Freemason. You know, a lot of, really? a, a lot of different, you know, celebrities have been Masons. And I mean, it's part of this just a secret society that people want to join. But the Masonic centers have always been a place of, of gathering. And even in a room, like a venue, when you perform, you bring energy out. You know, you, yeah. you're basically amplifying whatever energy you have into the room of whatever's mm. been going on there. And if That's it's right. a room that has been recycled with energy, think of yourself as new Wi-Fi coming in and everything, uh, you know, kind of like Bluetooth uh, toothing to you. Mm. So if you're a person that has energy and being a performer, you have to be a high energy person. You have to give this, this, um, I guess, vibration out you're gonna invite yeah. so many things around you to yeah. come around you, you just, and bother you you end up feeding it I exactly and then you know wow. you have people that have this admiration for you they want to go see angela johnson perform you're already the focus of the group so whatever is around there isn't a focus to whatever they're all pulling to you know Dang, you know I didn't think about that you become this this beacon you become the battery yeah basically so they're not gonna wow. go see so who is this person i mean it's 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 uh for me I believe in this so much because, and believe it or not, it brought me closer to God. Because once I saw that there was something else out there, there has to be a greater thing that combines everything or, or something that leads it. So I, mm -hmm. I got really, um, really inspired by, and, you know, I guess by like film, you know, when it comes to this stuff, because film makes it so negative because we fear what we don't understand. Of course. That's right. That's so, right. Movies like The Exorcist, you know, movies like that, that the, the Omen, you freak out about it. You're like, oh, this is crazy. This is scary. Because it demonizes it. Yeah. It, it, with really a demon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, <laughs> Don't demonize the demons, y'all. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, <laughs> a demon, you know, we see it as a demon because we fear it. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of evil people in this world. Why don't people think that being evil on this plane makes you evil on the next plane? Mm. So it might not be a demonic force. It could just be a, a jerk that mm. is dead. So there's different levels. There's ghosts and spirits. A ghost mm. is somebody who is an, who passed away as an earthbound, afraid to kind of be judged, afraid to go towards the light. 
or mm. afraid to acknowledge his death, so he'll live the same day over and over. This is a residual. Those are the ones you see walking amongst us. They see, look like real humans. They look like I just saw somebody pass by me. And it's, usually, and it's usually at clockwork. Yeah, at clockwork. Certain intervals. That's a day. ghost. Now, a spirit is someone who's crossed over and comes to visit. People oh. usually see them floating. You see them in your dreams. You see them visit you. They're loved ones. Sometimes unity, you can't even explain why they're in your dream, even though they've passed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they're in your dream and they look weird if they barely even talk. Maybe because they're only allowed to say certain things to you. But then you mm. still you wake up and you're like, I've woken up when I had tears in my eyes. Yeah. You know? I mean, so those are the ones that visit us. I've had dreams of my grandmother before and been so, like, woken up, like, sad that she didn't say more or, like, thinking, like, it's my dream. How come I just didn't make her talk to me more? Like, I wanted to hear her more. Like, so that's so interesting that you say that because, yeah, when you do have a dream of a spirit, someone who's passed on, it's not like they're gabbing up a storm, just being like, so how you been? Yeah. I've been watching you from up above and you're doing really well. So yeah. proud of you. It's never that. It's always just them kind of staring at you. Maybe they smile or they say like Because they're just coming in to check in on you. And there actually there actually is a message for you in that there's a question you've been asking your grandmother. Mm. Mm. And her visitation is the the answer. Mm. So like when you say give me a sign something. or whatever. You've been, yeah. you've, you've been I'm sure you talk to her, but when you talk to her, you know, when you just think about her. You've been asking something, mm. and that dream is her answer to it. So it's going to be mm. more of a look, more of a smile, but more of mm. think about where you're at when you dream about her. Because mm. that mm. itself is going to be the answer. Like to the surroundings you, in your dream. That's going to be the answer wow. for you. I mean, wow. dreams are, are the best visitations. Now, let's say you lost, oh, yeah. some, you lost somebody and, and uh, you haven't been able to talk to them. And you wonder, like, they died. How come I haven't dreamed about them? You're not ready for that dream, and they know that. Um, um, you have to for either forgive them or accept their death or stop questioning the death. Just make peace with it. Make peace with it, then you'll dream. Oh. A lot of people who lost somebody cannot dream about them for even three to five years. Until they're ready to let go, they will visit the dream. Basically, wow. they're right next to you, so you're not letting them go. Yeah. My my mom recently uh, started dreaming with my grandma. My grandmother passed in '94. My mom recently started dreaming with her baby, like over the last year, and like wow. my mom was like fearing that she was her time was up. She was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, me's mom, but like I'm almost so my time's almost up." And I was like, "No, that's not what it means. Like it just means that you know you've come full circle with like passing and yeah. Now she just wow. now that you're stressed out and she sees that my mom's just out of her like what my mom's going through." She's just coming in to check in and be like, you know. Do you have sleep paralysis at nighttime sometimes where you wake up but you really can't move? I've had that. I haven't had it lately, but I've had it quite often. Yeah. It's funny. I'm getting a phone call right now from Cleveland, Ohio. You better stop. Move it back from the light. No way. What a trick. <laughs> it's in the scam likely. It's a trick. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's a trip. That's a trip. Well, trip. This out. happens a lot with this, by the way, on the show. You know, this dude is uh, is a magnet towards this stuff. You're sensitive. I'm a sensitive. I can kind of hear some, feel some stuff, and that's because I work with the medium on our show. That we we said we. I mean, we did like we did over like 20, 30 yeah. ghost hunts, and I became an intuitive by working with him. And he's also a regular on our show, but he's taught me to really listen and trust me people talk to you a lot you especially because of what you do but you have you're like a beacon um the reason i mentioned sleep paralysis is because a lot of times you being a sensitive too you walk around your house a lot at night and it might be out of body experiences you might see a lot of things that you don't explain why you know them but you seem like someone who's been Who's always wait? Sleep is always somewhere else. So, are you saying in my sleep, like my dream world, I walk around at yeah. night? Or oh, okay. And that's like, why that when you have sleepwalk, sleep, that's not really. Well, it's not sleepwalking. It's your body. It's your it's your soul, and that's why sleep paralysis is that you haven't come back fully yet. <gasps> and notice that whenever you I have never heard this this explanation of sleep paralysis ever. 
And notice that when you stop struggling, it's when you, you re, you're okay. Or people, some people pray, but a lot of people wonder when they can't move it and they hear noises sometimes when you're in sleep paralysis. Some I people feel like somebody's hovering over me or staring yeah, at me. That's you. And, but also it's also, it's, it's you, yeah. it's you coming back. We, why am I so creepy then? Why, why stand in the corner like a creep? You, Just jump you, in the body already. You can, you can actually tell yourself not to do it at night, every night. You can say, listen, I don't want to go anywhere. I want to be cool. A lot of people that we investigated on these cases, a lot of the times they thought they were they were being chased by a demon, but it was really them in their house making the noises. No. Just un yeah. un unaware that they are not consciously. Or their kids. Or a lot of their kids are sensitive and their kids are walking around at night like their souls walking around making noises. Momo, you are blowing my mind right now because like I've looked up so many things and I've never heard a lot of these things before. I am so it's like ripped out. And, and they're all from trial. They're all from what we've experienced over time over these, these uh, you know, over these shoots and all these investigations. So we're like a Latino crew. So when you're a Latino crew and paranormal investigating, you kind of have to take all the stereotypical um, superstition that we come with. Mm -hmm. So basically our families think we're crazy for what we're doing. We're playing with the devil. Yeah. When really it's not even about heaven or hell, the God or devil. It's about energy, you know, mm -hmm. but whenever yeah. we do these things, we always walk into what God's white light around us. Mm. So before every haunting, every, every investigation, I do this thing where I say, I've surround myself with God and the white light of God. Nothing will, I'm not here to, to, um, I'm not here to agitate. I'm not here to, to disrespect, mess, antagonize. I'm here to observe, here to learn. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, it's easier because the last thing you want, and it's some advice, don't go into a room looking for something. See, that's you, the, you need to have told me that a long time ago because I was leaving Cleveland like, Bagos! Yeah. I feel like full on antagonizing and everything. Not full on. I wasn't like a wooga booga booga or yeah, anything yeah, yeah. like that. But. Cause they attach, they attach to you. I stopped being a ghost hunter because I felt something got attached. Yeah, we we yeah, recently. No. I ain't trying to be no ghost hunter. Yeah. I, I want to hear your stories. Oh, we for recently... sure. Tell me all your stories, but I'm not trying to go with you. If you're oh, like, no, you, hey, don't, you, you meet don't. us on Thursday, I'd be like, no, thank you. We recently had a guest on a couple of podcasts ago where they went go they went ghost hunting yeah. and on the Fourth of July. Yeah, and something followed her back home. And she was no. in tears. Now, also, the human mind is very crazy. Yeah. So a lot of times it can also be all in your head. Now, I have a lot of friends that are that are doctors that work in, in mental hospitals. Mm -hmm. They say there is a maybe 20% of the people that they see walking might actually be possessed <gasps> because they can't explain it. I he said I have a friend that owns he's the president of a hospital up in Riverside and he said he had a little girl come in and she was speaking in Latin. Little eleven year old girl speaking in Latin and he felt like his world was ending whenever he was around her. <gasps> Just draining. Oh, possessed. Yeah. He he said there's something there. Oh my god! I started watching um, the show called Psychic Kids. Have yeah. you watched it yes. on Hulu? Yeah. Or I don't know if it's on a network. I only I watch it on Hulu. Yeah. Oh my god, so good! I'm it's so it's it's a trip because these I mean and, and even our dogs because I'm a dog person. I see your dog person. Our dogs sometimes you see them staring to a random corner for no reason. That's my dog. Bruh, I'm gonna send you this video. <laughs> uh, but don't get scared. My dog, because that could be a loved one. Yeah, that could be a visitation no, from a loved no, bro. one. This was in Cleveland in that venue. Okay, yeah, then that's oh, yeah. this wasn't no loved one, bro. This was yeah. some Masonic bull ish. Let me, I'm gonna send it to you. Like, for the longest time, I've been telling Momo my, my dog stares into my hallway for no reason whatsoever. Hallways are the worst, and it's like it's if we're in the living room, she stares into the hallway. If I'm in my room, she stares out my door into the hallway. And then I was talking to Momo and um, just talking and like uh, even even with the with our with our psychic medium, I just come to realize that it's more than likely my uncle that used to Where live with us. Where did you think it's your uncle? My uncle passed away and he used to live at the house. 
Mm. Wow. So, I mean, so would that like, mean he's a ghost that is denying his death? Or? No, his 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 um his uncle crossed over, and the reason we know is because when we did a live show at the Improv in Brea, I brought on my psychic friend, the one that we did all investigations with, and he read Hefty on stage. Oh, it was Ooh. it was, and he told them stuff that nobody but Hefty would have known. Jaw dropping, no. like stuff I didn't share with nobody at all. No, it was in the video. It's crazy. Yeah. I, but but that's that's just so he what sold me was there was a part where um he told me i don't know where he goes you know what he goes i was driving in the car with my wife and i wanted to hear the song by i'm not sure if it was frank sinatra d martin uh my way he goes does that hold any significance to you and i was like i started like teared up because i was like yo because my when my uncle passed he couldn't talk and on a dry erase board he wrote i did it my way and then I was like, how, how would he know that? Yeah. You know, how would he know that? that wow. So. Yeah. Wow. That's nice. incredible. Hefty, I just sent you um, on Instagram my post. It's my recap video of my whole night in Cleveland. And it's all, I documented it all on my Instagram stories. And I just compiled it into one video and I posted it on my Instagram. But. In that video, you can see the clip where I'm walking with Bonzo down a hall and then he stops and he won't move any further. And then he starts backing up slowly. And I'm like, oh, hell no. That's why I pulled my phone out. I was like, oh, he sees something. Let me record it. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there's definitely something in, in that area. There has to be something. And the best thing that you can do is if you ever, ever go back, don't. <laughs> because you really left an impression on there. Oh, shoot. I made him mad. So, I mean, the thing is, and it, it, it might not even been a ghost. There's another thing called an impression where something, let's say you move into a house and somebody in that house fits. Um, let's say you're a couple and you and your husband move in and there was a couple that lived there that was also married and uh -huh. kind of was the same kind of age you were with your with your man. You will inherit their energy so oh, no. if they had a it, all of it so if they have like a horrible divorce you'll probably inherit their anger <gasps> and maybe split up because of it. it's already been a house that's been imprinted with that negative energy there's a big uh -huh. story about that called the uh, the amityville horror about that oh, yeah that you know the couple that moved in live relived the same impression that was up in that energy that's why green rooms around the country are so negative because comedians tend to be some bitter people that are, and that's the room where either, either you have bitterness in that room, there's arguments, there's, there's, um, you know, jealousy. So being in so those rooms, sabotage, sabotage, depression, loneliness. Yeah. yeah. All of that. So the green rooms have been my experience. The scariest green room that I've experienced was the San Jose Improv. Shut your mouth. I love the San Jose Improv. Which one? Well, the the, the one, the, the theater, the theater, the one in, in uh... I know, but which green room? They have. Well, oh. they, yeah, you know, they have the. They... The one that faces the, the sign in the front? No, no, no. Yeah, the one that faces the sign in the front. The one where you can see out the street. Okay. That room. And then also being backstage is oh, too much. Backstage is. I got, I got it. Um, they gave me a, a haunted tour. Did they give you a haunted tour? Did you go to the I, I, Did you go down I actually, stairs under the stage? That's what I did. So I actually was the one that told the people there years ago that something was there and then that's when we found out about the fire that was there yeah so we did an evp and the tape erased they didn't tell me about the fire until after i was down there under the stage yeah so we you hear noises we i think i went with mencia i was i was opening for mencia like for a while and we i told him hey, there's something in that room and he got his phone and we recorded on his phone and his phone battery was drained now when we used to do ghost hunts we would always leave the batteries in the car because whenever we took them with us they would all drain they it's and it's normal so i told him your phone's gonna drain out no it's not his phone died and his battery pack died on his phone and we couldn't record anything we couldn't hear anything so that that improv that room in the back is and everybody in the staff tells me yeah we don't go we don't like going back there if we do go back there we light everything up and I told him there's something wrong. So he records every show. All of the audio equipment wouldn't record the show. So that that room itself, but that green room, man, I think I was up there trying to use, you know, when you 
after you perform, you sometimes you know no one's in the big green room. You maybe yeah, you, you know you've been on the road. You can't really use the restroom the right way. So sometimes you got to take a dump <laughs> in a comfortable way where you know because that's you know, right. I was sharing a room with someone on the road. I don't want. I That's think it's right. disrespectful when anybody poops when you're sharing a room with somebody. So uh -huh. I'm like, this is my chance to get my alone time. And you went to that bathroom across from the big room. Yes, across from the green room. <laughs> oh man! And I just, I just heard someone. I locked the door of the green room, and then I went into the restroom in the green room, and somebody was walking around the room. Uh uh. And I just said to myself, I'm like, surround myself with the white. I did all my rituals. And then when I walked out, it was locked. Nobody was in there. And I said to my to the, myself and, and to the room, I'm like, listen, I'm just going to be here for the week. Um, but I'm not going to be here. So I'll be out there. And I respect whatever energy you're bringing. I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. But I think it's time for me to go. And I respected the room and walked away. I was, I was backstage. You're blowing my mind right now because I... Like the thought that just came in my mind when you're talking about the green rooms and the energy and the impressions and all that kind of stuff. I would have real bad anxiety on the road. And then I got my emotional support dog, Bronzo, who yeah. comes with me everywhere. He's been on over 50 plates. He's a world traveler. He's amazing. Anyways, I would always just have like anxiety and feel I these were my nervous tics and I even included these things in my writer because yeah. of I I was trying to comfort myself on the road one was a blanket and a pillow I always needed a blanket and a pillow because for some reason in every green room I'm cold and I'm tired so in my mind I yeah. go oh that must be a nervous tick of mine because I'm always cold and I'm always tired when I'm in the green rooms about to go on stage so let me start incorporating a, a blanket and a pillow but in my mind, it's just a nervous tick. But now when we're talking about energy and things like that, that makes so much sense. Yeah, you you, you had everything sucked out of you. And the coldness comes from whenever you go, you do a ghost hunt, we, we call them cold spots. Yeah. Where we walk into a room and you feel like there's an air conditioner in there. When really it's an entity about to uh, appear for it, appear. And it sucks up the whole energy in the room and it makes it really, really cold. So the warm is gone. The heat, everything. Right. So you're feeling these cold spots. They were just, you know, you, you are such a vibrant character on stage. But you know what? I can vouch for the pillow. And, and, and I've seen you with the pillow and blanket every time I've been backstage with you. And, it, and it's, you know, it, it's it's part of our, you know, a lot of people say that these anxieties are just, oh, it's all in your head. You know, yeah, but no, it, it's not because, you know, you are somebody that puts themselves out there for thousands of people so it's not so much anxiety but it's you are in you're prepping yourself to perform and when you do that you're vulnerable because your mind is not focused on you it's focused on them so when you're in that vulnerable of a position you welcome everything else because you're giving so much things come in and even wow. energies so i mean you know I, I i travel a lot with george lopez and one of the green room things that George does is he uses incense and he does not go on till the whole room is full of incense. And incense, Hey, remind me to tell you a dream I had offline when we sign off. For sure. So the incense clears the room like sage. Sage is the biggest mm -hmm. vibe. You know, it, it controls every room. It cleanses every room. Sage is also antibacterial. You should sage your house because it takes it away to be white sage. It's white sage. It takes away toxins in the air. So he he makes the whole room so filled up with incense, and when he's off on stage, he feels badass. He takes away all that negativity. So now wow. he, you know, you have to kind of cleanse your own green room before you you kind of perform because you're providing a service and you're giving them energy. Mm. So if you're gonna give energy away, you need to charge the energy. Bruh, let me tell you. So this is all again blowing my mind. All of these things because it's. It's probably a, a little bit of what you're saying and then a little bit of the things like anxiety. Like, that's the actual yeah, thing. Yeah, it is. And, it's an actual thing. And all, all, all that kind of stuff. But, like, so after, what I used to do in every venue before, and I stopped doing it after a while, but um, I would pray from the microphone 
during my sound check. Yeah. And I would be on stage and there's a microphone. I'm doing like testing one, two, okay, play music, whatever, whatever, just all the testing. And then right when I was done, we're about to sign, sign off and see you at showtime. I would say, all right, let me bless it real quick. And then I would, I would invite like the Holy Spirit to come and marinate in the venue. Yeah. That's what I would say. I would say marinate in this venue so that when people walk in, they're already walking into a spirit of joy. Like it's like they're, it, they, they hit the, the sickness of yeah. the spirit of God and that all, everything that they come in with, their depression, their anxiety, their heaviness, whatever, that it would almost like fall off at the door so that when they come in, like they walk into this like room that's been soaking in the presence of God for them to come in. And, and it was kind of like, I would establish like, this is my home for a minute. I'm here either all weekend or I'm here for this one night in this theater. And this is my home right now. And so I'm going to usher in the energy that I want here. And I'm going to focus on that. So I say, God, you come in here. I'll be right here. Let's do this and let's bounce. But it's so interesting to think about like first spirits or ghosts or whatever that live yeah. there and how you were talking about respecting them and like maybe even incorporating something like that. Like, hey, whoever you are, I respect you. This is your place. I'm just here for the night. So let me go ahead and operate how I operate. God is here with me and yeah. let's do this. And that was the key. And enjoy that, the show. That was the key for you to say that you have God with you. Because look, it's we can go biblical, but you you actually, whenever you do that, a prayer like this, you're actually challenging the enemy. And you literally were saying the enemy is not allowed in here. That's right. That's so right. when you when you do that, you become a warrior of God. And okay. when you're a warrior of God, you have to expect people will try to take you down. Mm -hmm. So that anxiety is, it, of course, it makes sense. But it also means that you were strong enough. Because look, and for those who believe in what they believe, you know, you all have your, your, your entitlement to your beliefs. My belief, I believe in God. So well, I feel that what you have is a gift from God mm. to perform, to, to make people feel better. I remember one time somebody told me what you do is not of God because you, you're, you're a clown. I'm like, I've had people come up to me and say I changed their life by my words. Tell me that's not an act of God, you mm -hmm. know, and, and, and any enemy around will see you as a beacon and you're changing people. So, yeah, I mean, it makes so much sense. But I think that's why things are attracted to you because you were fearless and these things these energies they they love to attack people who you know challenge you know them i mean it's all energy in the end it's all energy in 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 the spiritual Sense. ghost ghost world but um when you show up and you 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 say you're also part of this force or this white light that is god yeah, man. I mean, it's all connected. It is all connected. So, I mean, you even say yourself, it's the Holy Spirit. What's the key word there? Spirit. Mm -hmm. that, that's the craziness. I, I think, have you ever been to a place where, or a venue where you feel like, um, I need to get, get in and get out? Um, I'm sure I have. Um I can't think of a specific one right now, but I know there's been venues where I didn't look forward to walking in the building or even like the green room didn't feel comfortable. The showroom didn't feel comfortable. The one I'm thinking in my mind that I'm imagining right now is um, Sacramento. Um, what's it called? Hefty? The Sacramento. What's it called? Do you guys punch, know? The punchline? Uh, is it the punchline? The punchline. The, the one by the little shopping mall? Or is it last yeah. limited? The, the, that's that like two, two stars? Stars? Yes. Oh you my gosh. That place is crazy. That place is crazy. Bro, I, I, it's what popped in my mind as soon as you said that. I'm remembering just not feeling comfortable. There. No, no, no. It's and it's those elevators have some. I mean, not that escalators going up. The stairs going up to the venue. There's something in that. The little, walk. The walk to the venue from from the door to the hallway. It's like a little. Just, it's like a little path. Yeah. 
that place is has so and i think you know it goes down to the carpeting because carpeting is a conductor what well you know yeah, you, you ever like you ever yeah. like you know walk with socks uh, on and, yeah. yeah yeah okay all that there's another place up around in in up north that i i had an experience um was it tommy t's or was it tommy oh, i love tommy t's what, Pleasant... what happened to tommy t's well, I was there. I mean, there's like a restaurant across the street. There's a bear restaurant, the Bear Cafe. So I remember before the show, uh, I go usually go into the green room to make sure like George's George has all of his stuff there, like that he had. We were just we were, we were doing a special, so we we're prepping for the special. So we did like a couple of days just to help the owner out because he's trying to bring the club back. And when we were in there, we he got this gift from the 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 not the Nokia. What's it called? The Microsoft. They gave him like a speaker and it was a Bluetooth speaker. We put it over the refrigerator. We're sitting down and as we're sitting down, the speaker rises up and hits the wall. And George looks at me like, listen, we've had a long week. We went to a Raider game and we decided to just stop by and go do some time. And we were like tired and we're like, did you see that? I'm like, I saw that. What do we do? I'm like, I don't know, man. We just ignore it. We just ignore it. Let's just work on the notes. It's just walking work wow. on the show. Don't. So we ignored it. That night after this, the first show, we we felt like something in that room didn't want us there. Um, we left. We went downstairs and, and hung out in the bar area. They have these martini glasses that hang upside down, you know, on the little rails. Uh-huh. They yeah. were just falling randomly. And, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's those clubs that have been through so many shows. People go there to release energy. Laughter is energy. And a lot of that people... That was Tommy T? Tommy T's. Is it called Tommy So they T's? had a heart attack in my show at Tommy T's. Really? Yeah. Long time ago. That's crazy. It's just like, that how do you room. walk through that? How do you get the room for the... Yeah. <laughs> during how do you put the room like... there, right? How'd you do? Oh, I almost killed yeah, almost. <laughs> almost killed. Yeah, I killed a, almost. Kinda. His heart stopped. That's how my hearts are good. We had a lady. We had a lady uh, uh, pooping her pants at a show once. No. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, bro, what if I? But I want to tell you a couple of things that happened at that venue in Cleveland, and maybe okay. you can tell me, like, oh, this is what I think happened. What's going on? particular so one i'm in the green room which is in the basement of this masonic theater okay it's so old you'll see the video i sent hefty right now you'll see because i'm videotaping we're going through it smells old it smells like your grandma's house like just old yeah and um it was like this is the old dressing rooms where and you could see like when they used to have old timey shows this is where they would have dressing anyways wow. um in one of the closets there was a skeleton that was not plastic first start there <laughs> like built, like, um i'm telling they're masons bro they're freemasons a they're, skeleton they're... like not like oh we found a dead body but it was like a, a scientific skeleton like whatever. yeah yeah anyways so i'm in the green room downstairs and there's a bunch of us on this tour and at the time it's just me my friend elena and my dog in the green room everybody else is working this is before the show and then i'm I'm on a computer typing i have my phone on the table next to me my dog's by my side and i have to feed him and i'm like shoot i forgot his dog food on the bus elena can you go get it for me and she was like yeah so she leaves i'm typing I'm looking, where did my dog go? He's now not sitting next to me. So I get up, I walk out of the green room and I see my dog going up the stairs to the stage. So I was like, oh, hell no. So I start walking up, I grab him and I bring him back in with me so he don't get eaten by no ghost. I don't know what they're going to do to my dog. So I shut the door and I was like, no, you stay in here with me. I put him down. I go to start typing on the computer again. And then I notice my phone is on in the middle of a phone call. Like, you know how the timer is going? It's on in the middle of a phone call. Nobody's in the room. And I see it and I go, I I go to like say hello. And I can hear someone's talking on the phone. And I go, hello? 
and my friend goes, hi, can you hear me? And I go, did you just call me? She goes, yeah, I called. Somebody said, answered it and said, hey. So I started talking. Somebody nobody, answered it? Nobody was in the room to answer the phone. How did my Yo. phone get answered? You Bruh, know, I'm getting goosies right you know, now. I, got I think I, I, this is my theory. You were in a situation where you had entities around you. The one who answered the phone and brought you back was a, a, a either a father figure who's passed or somebody in that realm. You had from, for, uh, for me in my from, life or someone in the venue no, was a father from you, figure. From you. You had somebody with you here. that helped you. Oh, that got me brought me back in. Yeah. Go get my dog and come back. Yeah. Like, don't somebody brought you back. Yourself. Somebody inter intervened. That's a loved one attached to you. Like a father, like an uncle, maybe? Oh, I do have an uncle that passed on. Was he, was he like, did he watch over, did he like, watch over you, like he knew about what you were doing? Mm -mm. No, he passed before. Well, maybe he wasn't an uncle. I grew up. But it was more of a male, it had to be like a father figure attached to you that was watching you. And the reason mm. this, is, this said is because you you were being you were you know we all take our loved ones with us um the catholic religion they celebrate something called as animas and they always light candles to them they light candles to the ones who have died our loved ones that are around so uh, sometimes or maybe we call them spirit guides so mm -hmm. sometimes a family member might be after their life they might be attached to you as a spirit guide with you so whatever it was, whoever it was, the person that they were talking to was someone on your end protecting you. Mm. It was uh, it, it, it had to be it had to be positive. It wasn't negative. Did she feel negativity from the person that said hello? No, she just heard it like a hey, and then yeah, it was simple. It was it, it wasn't it wasn't anything that was out for a threat. It was something that was had your back. Mm. Okay. So that's a so good that's thing. Which means that's they were with the you the whole the whole time there, so that's, that's why you you had that you had we all carry with us our, our protectors you know when people say they'll always be with you you know they'll you'll always have them around you that's true believe them I mean wow. you do have a lot of people who love you especially in your line of work they're gonna be around you because they're gonna see that you're changing lives you mm. have saved lives Dang. you have helped. Other people that has have watched you do things they never thought they would do. You mm -hmm. are an important person in people's lives. That kind of makes your personal stock a little high in the paranormal. Mm. You know what wow. I mean? Wow. So that's so crazy. Because you're you're dealing with high energies here. You're not dealing with just you know. You're not just somebody who's just letting her energy, her life be whatever. You know. And no matter what, even if your life is not where you want it, you still try to help others. Yeah, and that that is carried on, and it's paranormal because it's not wow. what people would want to do. You know, people take the easy route out. You are pushing forward, and that is what attracts a lot of energies around you, negative and positive. Mm. I what's interesting is Eddie Jaquiz has been. Mm. He was with us, and all of his devices died. Computer, energy train. Camera, everything. Told you he that. went to plug in the uh, the iron to um, iron his shirt. It just the light was flashing and it just wouldn't work. And it was like nothing of his would work. Okay, so that was that one thing. And then the last thing I'll tell you of, of that night. So um, it's the end of the night, end of the show. We are all showered. We shower at the venue and then get on the bus. And to, you know how it works. Yeah. So, we are all showered except for the merchandise girl. She, she was the last one to wrap up and we're all on the bus in our PJs relaxing and she has to go back in to take a shower in the basement. And I was like, listen, queen, I'm going to make you go by yourself. Like I ain't like that. I am going to go with you. So I come with her and she's in the shower and then I'm like in the bathroom part just waiting for her. And I have my phone on and I'm playing Spotify music. We're listening to Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra Radio, just listening to music. My husband and I share a Spotify account because 
were too cheap to upgrade to a family account. So we just share one name on Spotify. Well, what happens is if one of us is listening to music and then the other one tries to get on, it kicks you off, right? And then, so if I'm listening and it kicks me off, I'll look and I'll say, now playing on Manuel Reyes' iPhone. And then, so I kick him off and I play it and then he kicks me off. And then finally one of us calls the other and goes, hey, are you listening to Spotify? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, okay, right? That's how our conversation yeah. works, just to inform you. So we're we're there. I'm playing Frank Sinatra, and it keeps, kicks me off. Yeah. And so I'm like, play again, and it kicks me off again. I was like, dang it, Manuel. I'm trying to listen to music because we're in this scary basement late at night. Like, let me listen to my music. Kicks me off again. I call him, and I'm like, babe. I'm trying to listen to Spotify. Are you trying to listen to Spotify? And he's like, no. I was like, yep. hmm. Okay. Play the music again. Kicks me off again. I go, I'm going to check and see. Who does it say is playing the music? It says, now playing on Angela Johnson's iPad. My iPad is in my backpack on the bus. So I was like, huh. So I push play again. And then we do this little dance, do si do, until she gets out of the shower. Yeah. And then finally, I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's get out of here. And that's when we were leaving. I was like, bye, go. See you later. Woo, 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 whatever. Get on the bus. I go and I check my backpack. I pull out my iPad. The battery's dead. Yep. That is what you call uh, energy transfer. It's, it's transferring all the energy for it to mess with you. And it's, and it's you know, it's funny because we, we, we talk about this like it's, it's Halloweenish, like it's oh, it's creepy. It's it's that's it's so weird. When really it's fact. I told you that was gonna happen in our story, and then you told me it happened in your story. I didn't know your story, mm-hmm. so that's just part of the this this thing that is energy. So your experiences, I can say, were legit, mm-hmm. and they were paranormal. And you are a beacon for paranormal. And the best. One last thing. You tell me if you think. So I posted this on Instagram while it was all happening. The whole yeah. day I posted on Instagram and that's the video I sent you. Um, but so I was getting messages from fans and different paranormal investigators were messaging me what their ideas were and stuff like that. So I was messaging back and forth with this one lady because later that night, we let Bonzo's the best dog on the road. Like he's fine. Yeah. He's just by my side and he don't make no fuss. He don't make no accidents. He don't do nothing. Right. That night, he threw up in the bus, like in the bunk hallway. He he threw up. Never has he ever done that. But all of a sudden, he throws up that night in the bus. And so I was trying to think to myself, I was like, okay, I did leave his wet food out accidentally. So maybe it went bad. I was trying to like make it work. And one of the paranormal people messaged me. She's like, dogs don't absorb the energies. I, I don't think that was it. Um, it might have just been your dog food. But what do you think? No, dogs definitely absorb it. And I'll give you, I'll give you an example. So we dogs are the most paranormal investigators there are. They're hypersensitive. Mm-hmm. And they, have, they do absorb the paranormal. And this is how I can prove it. They become the paranormal. Um, we Our psychic that we work with all the time, the first night I met him, we, we met in college. We, I spent him at his house. And whenever I sat on this couch, the couch imprint went on next to me. And I said, what's what's going on here? And we were already used to it because we, you know, he has, he's like the movie Ghost. People go to his house for reading. So the house was already freaky. And we're like, what's that? He's like, well, that's my dog that passed. You'll be, you'll be seeing him. And I'm like, no. And when I said that, he has these blinds that, you know, you know, in, in the big sliding door, you see the dog. You see the blinds go do 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 like someone's walking through them. Yeah, and it was for me the biggest. In fact, Hefty's dog came through on the psychic. I was gonna tell you, yeah, during, during the psychic thing, he was like, "You had two dogs that passed, right? Like a big one and a little one." And I was like, "Yeah." And so you where they were, right? Yeah, and then like, and then he's like, "I'm thinking like, I don't know." He goes, "I don't know which one was what, but it was like like I'm thinking Doberman," and I was like. The big one was a Doberman, the little one was a mini pin. So they were like, the he said, eat down to the T. And I was like, and he was like, he goes, and then he tells me, he goes, I just want to let you know, he goes, I love it when animals come through because they are the most loyal and like pure love things that 
can come through and they just want to let you know that they're that they're okay. So and your I dog was like your dog was worried for you. Wow. And and like I said, they're protected. It's possible that your dog took the negative energy and then just the, when he threw up, he expelled it on the bus, like just so it wouldn't get to you. Yeah, or maybe like you know, he maybe he was just because you got overexcited. Also that too. Could have got car sick. But yeah. Like, <laughs> Because dog food, dog food tends to have a lot of preservatives anyway. So even if you leave it out, it doesn't go bad. Well, it was wet food. I left the wet food out. Like oh, it's supposed to be refrigerated. Yeah. And I left it out, and I still fed it to him because it was brand new and I'm cheap, yeah. and I didn't want to throw it away. Yeah, we're very frugal. That that's well, something that's instilled frugal. instilled from childhood is like. Look, it makes sense that the dog got sick from the food, but it doesn't mean that they cannot can be connected to the paranormal. But if he would have got sick, he would have stayed sick. It would have just been one throw up and then he's happy go lucky. I don't know. Dog ones he throw up ones are good. No, that's not true. Yeah. Because my dog was just sick for like, I mean, like said, two days. But whatever I said about you and your dogs, you're horrible with your dog. <laughs> you're such a bad dog dad. Oh whatever, dude. <laughs> like the best. Bro, I am like my mind is blown with all this. And but, like but, I want to come on again and share more for sure i have we, i have a million questions for you that i wish i had time for but i have so many more questions I want we, we want to bring you on one of these days when we have our psychic oh that would be uh, awesome aj and uh that would be great we'll, we'll have a deal when we bring you on with them and we could just talk about um we'll coordinate it yeah we'll coordinate it. tell be me cool. about the psychic first because i'm i'm i get a little bit well let me tell you about this guy this guy i've known him for 20 years We've been doing this since we were kids. Literally, where he was like, we were like 18 years old, kids doing it. And he became this guy that didn't know what he was doing. He's still a skeptic, but he's been the most sincere um, psychic because to him, he wants to know. He tries to debunk himself. Yeah. Mm. And you know, the, here's the thing I've known AJ for about a year, and the best thing I can tell you about him is um, he's not one of those guys that feeds you information. So sometimes he'll tell you something. I've been there when he's doing done readings, and he'll be like, um, "So someone in the room, I'm seeing like a male figure," and then the person will be like, "Oh, that's me." He's like, "No, not you." And like he doesn't he doesn't stick with just that one person. Yeah. He's actually focused on finding. Or yeah, or if he meets you and he'll be like, "I'm sorry, I can't read you." Yeah, he'll, he'll tell you. He'll tell you. Like so he, and you'll be like, "I'll pay you." Like I don't care how much you're gonna pay me, I don't get nothing from you. Yeah. So it's not wow. gonna work. Because here's my thinking on psychic like we're all getting our information from somewhere whether you're just yeah. like an intuitive your actual see ghosts or spirits or whatever like people have the gift and then a range of their well, gift yeah. right you're right there's there's a there's a clear sentence someone that feels things there's, there's a clairvoyant someone that sees these. it and there's a there's another there's different kinds of things so it's not you know like you're an intuitive i'm an intuitive but we're not trained to really see, and he trained himself. Like any, like they say, we're all comedians, but we're trained on how to deliver that to a certain way. You know, you, I'm sure you know funny people, funnier than anybody you ever know, but you would never see them on stage. But do you agree with like, for instance, a psychic or any, any person, like we're all vibrating energy. Yeah. So if someone were to give me a reading, I almost would want to know, because I've never done it before. Yeah. I've had in the church world, because I from, come from the Christian world, like yeah, yeah. prophetic words where uh -huh. people prophesy over me, which is yeah. basically a psychic reading. Exactly. But in, in Christian terms, right? Yeah. Um, so I've had that before, but I feel like as I'm coming to understand more about energy and all of that kind of stuff and what me as a person like what I open myself to how I operate what energy am I operating in and I operating in gratitude or am I operating in a low frequency of like just unforgiveness or bitterness or whatever so I would feel like whoever is giving me a reading I would want to be like how do you live your life first before you start telling me I don't even know what filter you are seeing oh of course what you're seeing no no, no. I totally agree with you because and here's the good and bad about that question most people who are mediums, they can't see anything for themselves. Mm. You know, they they are, and again, I can go to the comedy, the comedy analogy. Most comedians are in, are in darkness mm. when all they give is laughter. 
Wow. Same thing with the medium. They can tell you what you're going through, what you're going to go through. And it's not really more, it's not really prophecy. It's more messages and, and intuition. Yeah. That's but, what I was He's not really psychic. Yeah. He's born. He calls himself an intuitive yeah. medium. But he, he can only tell you how your life is going through what he feels around you, not by his own preaching. Because he, what I love about him, and I'll say love because he's a good friend of mine. He has flaws and he knows his flaws, mm-hmm. and 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 he appreciates his growth even in in this in this career path that he chose. That's um, and I think it's great. You have an energy that you're recycling a lot, and I can tell because behind you, I see. For those of you, we're actually on Zoom talking with Angela. We uh, there's you. You have a, a light. You have a um, you have a salt light behind you. Uh huh. Wait, what did you say? I have an energy. I have an energy that's recycling. What did you say? Yeah, like a recycled energy that you you know how to store your energy mm. for moments you know you're gonna need it. Mm. You yeah. know, yeah. You don't that's waste your, you don't waste your time on bull. You know, you're like you know what? I don't waste my time over here on this because I know if I do, I'm gonna go too much into it to take over too much of me, and I'd rather save that for this over here. Mm-hmm. You know, you give it yeah. all. You give it your all, and when you give it your all, sometimes it's like. You, you don't have enough for everybody, right? You know, and and I could tell by that. Is that is that a real, is that a Himalayan salt lab behind you? Yes, it is. And that's I'm one in of my the best. That's right the now. best that you can do. Those things are great. Those balance really? you. They balance your your um. They balance your energy. Mm, they, I they need to go for my room. Then this is uh, no. Trust me. If you sleep with one on both sides of the bed, you're gonna feel amazing. Does it have to be on though? Because I like darkness. It has to be. Yeah, I know. Well, the reason it turns on is because it's also take it. it if you notice that that light when you turn it off, and you go touch it, it's very wet. It sweats. They sweat when you turn it off. Really? And they start to cool down. They start to cool down. They sweat. They take away all the moisture in the room. Yeah. Blowing my mind. So that that well, the light keeps it from not sweating. It's not, it's not per se wet. It's damp. It's, it's damp. damp. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like wow. It, it, so they, it purifies your air. But one of these days, if you want to light some sage and just talk to God, you know, mm. and uh, cleanse yeah. cleanse yourself, it's a good thing. You know, sage has always been used by every religion. Mm-hmm. It's been used by the Native Americans. It's been used to. We've, we've done a couple podcasts here where we've gotten a little bit heavy on stuff we, that, that we have. We've sage. We right have after. to say because we we hear from people. See. Other thing, don't let people tell you their negativity all the time. Let me tell you, let me tell you, like that social media. Yeah. That's like I'm like first thing in the morning, and then somebody sends, or even like first thing in the morning, and my husband wakes up like three or four hours before me because like he's just like up yeah. hella early, so he's already been dealing with emails and works, and like I'm just barely moving the crust out of my eye, and then he wants to tell me about how this deal went wrong and blah blah blah. And yeah, I'm like, exactly. oh, I can't, I can't, please, please, let me, let me, let me wake up before yeah. I hear about finances. And <laughs> but I, yes, I am very sensitive to people's energy, but my energy has been funky like the past week i've been so on edge and like snappy and annoyed and i'm like okay it's my hormones it's just i'm emotional right now or i need to like balance my chakras like i don't know what it is but maybe i'll just stage myself i I would say you just need to take a deep breath and and acknowledge that you are going through something Mm. because we don't especially performers we're not yeah. ever, we, we don't want to be the show. We want to provide it. Mm. And in uh, the energy sense, we tend to not open up that side of us because then we know it's going to come. Well, it's a lot of times we tend not to deal with what's going on with us. Yeah, it's draining. We have, we have other things to deal with throughout the day. Yeah. And then that just that just sticks there and it, and it, and it festers. And drink more water. Um, yeah. Drink more water. You're a conductor. You know, you, have you, you haven't, I mean, you were on a basis of doing shows and everything slowed down. You, you, you had this, you had this uh, certain kind of thing that you would release, release energy, release energy. You haven't done it in a while because we're all kind of stopped for a little bit. So you've accumulated so much energy. 
mm. that that can also you know kind of like od you in energy that's interesting. so you got to kind of just let a little bit out here you know Kind of like when you block running water, it gets stagnant. Yeah, you, you kind of have to keep... And, and water, I mean, some people sleep with water under their bed because it cleanses their energy at nighttime. My mom has a bowl of water right in front of the door so that it captures anything negative. It comes wow. The house. I mean, this is stuff that, you know, it's it's weird stuff, but... Sometimes it it's makes old, sense. It's older than we are. It's older than our than our generation is. These yeah. superstitions are have been around before all of us. So yeah. listen, before we go, we want to do a quick rapid fire with you. Before the rapid okay. fire, the one question I, I, I do want to ask you, being that you are from the, the Bay Area, um, mm-hmm. have you been to the Winchester Mansion? Oh. Bro. So I grew up there and I had never gone to the Winchester Mystery House because one, you have yeah. to pay to get in. And why would my dad here. buy me a ticket to go there when you could just go to the park down the street? So, no, I never was able to experience that growing up. But two years ago, I think it was, I was randomly hit up to do a photo shoot for this magazine from San Jose, and they wanted to film it at Winchester Mystery House. And I was like, yes, I've always wanted to go there. Crazy. So, it was just us. They had no tours going or anything. It was just us in the whole house. So my sister and I by ourselves went like walking through the building. And then of course I'm on my Instagram stories. I didn't like, there was moments where I felt like creepiness, but nothing that was like, Oh, we got to go. Let's get out of here. Uh, was, I didn't feel any of that, but I was walking down into the basement. The basement right? by the, where the little boy. Bro. Hold on. I'm walking down to the basement. I get down maybe three steps and I go, I'm okay. And then I walk back up. But I have my phone on Instagram. So I'm taping it, going down three steps. And I go, I'm okay. And I leave. I post that. People start tweeting me and taking screenshots of these two little eyes that you can see as I'm walking back up. I didn't even notice that people took screenshots and sent it to me. I got to find it. Oh, my. Uh, Okay. So. Oh my! So last, I mean, if, if it was on my phone, I wouldn't even want to see so the eyeballs. Anyway, you know what I mean? So I went last year. I did a gig for Google for their Ola thing. So I performed for them, and I had an hour, two hours to kill. And I never been to that area. And I read right on Yelp. This is like half an hour away, the 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 house. So right from the Google headquarters, like half an hour from Google. So I just drove there, and I saw you were right, like seventy five bucks for the whole tour. And I was like, man, I'm not going to pay 75 bucks to go. You know, I mean, so you can actually walk around the garden for free, but you just can't go inside the house. So I went in there. I made friends with the housekeeper because I was talking about something. She lets me in and I go, listen, how long have you been working? She's like, working for like 10 years. What is, is this? Is this awful to crap? What is it? What is this place? And she looks at me. She goes, well, the basement. There's a little boy that we play with there. I'm like, what do you mean you play with a little boy? Well, we tend to, we have like a little baseball and we throw it at him. And when we come back, the baseball's somewhere else. No. So she says that they play with a little kid in the basement. That's a little boy. And then they say that there's a, another room that's not inside the house. It's outside. It's, it's where the water tower is. That there's a very angry entity there. Mm-mm. And that's what they say is at the house. If anybody listening, go to the Winchester house, watch the movie, you'll freak out. But really, it's it's just, it's beautiful. The house is beautiful. And it's made by the Winchester uh, Rifle uh, Gun Company. Family. The, 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 the woman, the widow, she felt that she had to keep on building because of the souls of all the people that were killed by the rifle were haunting her. And she built wow. till she died. So there's rooms that don't make any sense. There's that go nowhere. So we're going to do a quick rapid fire with before you. Before we wrap it up. We're gonna okay. Break. And all you got to say is yes or no. Like, okay. yes, yes, you believe or no, you don't. Here we go. Ready? Rapid fire. Bigfoot. No. UFOs. Yes. Chupacabras. Sure. Loch <laughs> Ness Monster. No. Fairies. Who? Fairies. Fairies. Oh, no. 
Uh, La Llorona. Sure. Vampires. No. Interdimensional travel. Hmm. I have heard of it. I'm going to say yes. Reptilians. Like lizards? Like lizard people. Like lizard people. The alien, uh, the alien kind. Oh. Alien, sure. I don't know about reptilian. I've never thought of it. So it's hard to make a decision. I haven't thought okay. of it. Okay. Shapeshifters. Ooh. Shoot. I don't know enough about it. Okay. Uh, I'll just say yes. Werewolves. No. Technically, they're shapeshifters. You think about it, werewolves. Yeah, I guess, uh, huh? <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, mermaids. No. Uh, unicorns. Oh, that was cute. No. The Mothman. The Mothman? Yeah. No. Zombies. Believable? Uh, yeah. Demons. Oh, for sure. And that has been Angela Johnson, uh, amazing guest today on the Paragordal Activity Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're gonna get you back on here. We'll talk about some more. We gotta get you back on with AJ. With AJ, yeah, for the Halloween special, we gotta get you oh, on. Oh, I am. Doing, doing some stuff. I am. I have a million more questions. So yes. And let's. Uh, and uh, there's anything you want to talk about that, or where can we see you? And what a podcast you're doing on? What's kind of what you, you, got, you have two podcasts that you do, right? Yeah, so we have our podcast called Nights at the Round Table. It's about like faith, love, relationships, stuff like awesome. that. It's like our deconstruction of all those ideologies and then our reconstruction of what we believe Beautiful. now and how we've grown and evolved and all that kind of stuff. And then I do ghost stories with Angela on Instagram Live every other Friday. Um, I would love to have, well, I want you guys both, but I want you separately just so I can make sure that like i have guests for all my episodes okay yeah <laughs> um but yes so that's where okay. you can catch me and then instagram that's where i'm most active so. cool so hit angela up we'll, we'll, we'll do some stuff soon um paragordal activity podcast omar rodriguez don hefty and our special guest angela johnson once again thank you that is it nice Bye.